may be seated. And this morning we come to a few minutes of of teaching for our kids this morning as we come to our our weekly catechism. And uh, this morning we continue in a a section that was begun last Lord's Day. I told you that the next approximately eight questions or so have to do with the law, right? The law of God. And, And for our big kids who are here, again, keep in mind this is every bit as for you as it is for our little kids. Uh, I'm focusing for just a part of it on our little ones, but this is instruction we need as adults, don't we? Because even we as Christian adults struggle with what's a right understanding of the place of the law in the life of a believer. And uh, we want to secure some of these things in the hearts and lives of our kids as well. So uh, this morning we continue to focus upon that. And let me ask our kids this morning, last Lord's Day I asked you to imagine something with me, and I want to get your input on this. I asked you to imagine what the world would be like if there were no laws, no rules, right? Do you remember me asking you that question? And somebody, yeah, what, do you remember something that came up? What'd you say? If there were no rules, no laws, parents not telling you anything what to do, we kind of decide, ice cream, right? It would, we could get away with anything. If parents aren't telling us you have to eat your vegetables, you're going to eat ice cream, just part of the day or every meal part of it, at least once every day, right? Okay, there you go. <laughs> what else? Well, if there are no rules, there are no laws, what are the possibilities? What, what, what else are you going to do? Anything? Yeah? Do what? Disney World would be free. So you, you're out of here, right? You're going, hey, Mom, Dad, I'm telling you what to do. We're going to Disney World. It's free. I'm setting it up that way. We're just going to go. We're going to ride. What ride are you going to ride over and over and over? Mount Everest. There you go. On the one hand, we talked about last week a world without rules and laws. It's kind of exciting to think about, right? It's kind of, uh, what could be better than parents not telling you when to go to bed or what to eat or the like? But then we kind of thought about it a little bit more. And we thought, oh, no, well, if there are no rules and there are no laws, that also leads to some bad things that could happen as well. What if we live in a world where there are no stoplights, right? We talked about that. If there's no stoplights, no red light, what's going to happen? There's going to be crashes all day, every day. There's crazy drivers in the world. Your parents, your grandparents, crazy drivers. There's going to be wrecks everywhere. What if people were allowed just to harm one another without consequence. Just you do you, you do what you want to do, you're mad. I remember specifically one brother stating he would punch his brother in the face repeatedly, right? All right, you didn't do that this week, did you? (laughs) That's why they're separated, right? (laughs) Absolutely. So on the one hand, it's exciting to think about a world with no laws, but then we think about it a little bit more and we realize laws are important. Rules are important. And why? What, are, what purpose do laws serve? Some, one of you told me last week, and you gave a really good answer. To keep us safe. They're there to, to, to provide order for humanity, to keep us safe, so that society functions for the good of the people. So I was thinking a little bit more about laws this week. And I was thinking about the laws that are out there. You know, each state kind of has their own laws. Did y'all know there's some really, really crazy laws out there today? Some crazy laws. Let me pull up just a couple here because I was blown away by some of these. All right, 
Here's a law that's out there today. In Arkansas, it is illegal to mispronounce the word Arkansas. That's a law. It is illegal to pronounce the word Arkansas. In the state of North Carolina, you might play bingo. Bingos cannot, by law, last longer than five hours. Five hours, that's it. Now, I don't know what happens after five hours. I don't know who's monitoring that, but that's a law. Here's one good one for you. Quitman, Arkansas. Quitman, or excuse me, Quitman, Georgia. Chickens are not allowed to cross the road. It is on the books. Chickens not allowed to cross the road. In Arizona, if you cut down a cactus, you could be sentenced to 25 years in, in prison. In Paulding, Ohio, it's in the books. If policemen, or excuse me, policemen are allowed by law to bite a dog if they think it will help calm the dog down. Crazy. Um, in Georgia, I'll stop with this one. I mean, this could go on and on. In Georgia, it is illegal to sell a child younger than the age of 12 to the circus. Over 12, I, I guess you're free, you know. But under 12, on the books, you're not allowed to sell a child to the circus. Crazy. So, let's say you're in charge. What kind of laws would you come up with? Ice cream every day? Pounding my face in the brother, my, my brother in the face, over and over? Right? I bet we would come up with some pretty crazy laws, too. As we turn our attention this morning to the law of God, these laws are not counted among the crazy ones we see out in the world around us. The laws that God gave to his people, and that you're going to find this in Exodus chapter 20. You'll probably talk about this in your homes this week. In Exodus chapter 20, God lays out his law to a people. He's already rescued them. They were in slavery in Egypt. And God rescued them. He brought them across the Red Sea. He brought them into the, uh, to himself at Mount Sinai. And there, out, not out of craziness, not out of a, just, I'm in charge, I'm just going to lay it out for you, but out of a heart of love for the people he had already rescued. They said, here's how I've saved you to be a kingdom of priests to me. That's who you are. I've brought you out of Egypt. I have made you a kingdom of priests. Now, out of my love for you, let me explain to you what a kingdom of priests looks like. Let me explain to you, here's what, they, what you do. And he lays out ten laws, the ten commandments there. And he does it because he loves them. Because he cares about them. Because he wants the best for them. You know, a lot of people, when they think about the law of God, non-Christians particularly, they hear the law of God and they think, man, God is just a killjoy. You know what a killjoy is? Guy who kills your joy. <laughs> God is one who doesn't want you to have any fun. He tells you, you can't do this, you can't do that. That's how non-Christians think. But in actuality, Christians know, no, God knows best. God wants best for us. God knows what pleases him, and God knows what helps us to honor and glorify him, and is best for us. And so the reason the law exists is for God's glory, that we would please him and honor him, and so that we would function as he intends us to function, as his people in the world. And now let me say this, and we, we'll talk about this each week, especially when we're talking about the law, and then we're done for the morning. The law does not exist to make God happy. The law does not exist in order for you to get closer to God. There's only one way for you, boys and girls, 
to be closer to God, to be close to God. And that comes through Christ. Christ is the one who kept the law perfectly. Christ is the one who died on the cross that our sins may be forgiven. We're going to talk about, I want you to listen this morning when we're looking at Revelation 14, because we're going to talk about that this morning. The law, we want to make sure we understand it right. God means it for our good. He loves us. It glorifies Him. It's good for us. But it doesn't earn us God's love. Only Christ does that. And as we continue looking at the law of God, we want to make sure we're fighting to keep it in its proper place. Your parents will be helping you to do that. So I've got Colin putting the words on the screen. Let's go over the catechism question. We'll just do it one time. And then we'll continue in our time of worship. The question this week, question eight. What is the law of God stated in the Ten Commandments? Repeat. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. And you shall not covet. Well, this is the law of God, and our kiddos will be memorizing this this week. So let's be in prayer for them. Big kids, would not be a horrible idea for you to join in in memorizing these as well. Again, this is not just for our kids. We need this as well.